Hello and welcome back to watch this part of Film and TV Podcast. Today is a special bonus episode. We've got attempted murder, romance, a bounty hunter, and millions of copies of One Dude. That's right, we're talking Attack of the Clones here on Watch This Part. Hello and welcome back to Watch This Part, a film and TV podcast. I'm Hector and Kyle is out at the moment for this episode. He will not be joining us, so sad. But we have a special guest and that special guest is my cousin Tony. How are you doing today, man? Hey, doing good. Doing good, doing good. This is your first uh, podcast ever? Ever, yeah. Ever that you've ever been on? Ever. Okay, but it'll be okay because we're talking about something that, uh, a movie that we both uh, enjoy, that we've grown up with, and yep. that we know a lot about. So we should be yeah. should feel comfortable. Just, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll have a good time, okay? Cool, cool. So we are talking about Attack of the Clones, uh, George Lucas's Attack of the Clones. This film came out 20 years ago. This is the year of its 20th anniversary. Uh, it came out May 16th, 2002. That was the release date. Um, I thought it was really funny that... Uh, if, you, if you haven't seen the film, it's, it's obviously the second uh, film in, in George Lucas's uh, space opera. And uh, it tells the story of uh, Anakin Skywalker's rise to kind of, you know, being Darth Vader, you know? And uh, I thought it was really funny. I was looking at the synopsis for the film. And uh, I was looking at IMDb... <laughs> <laughs> IMDb's. Are, are you interested in hearing what IMDb's synopsis of the film is? Yeah, sure. Listen to this. So it says, 10 years after initially meeting, Anakin Skywalker shares a forbidden romance with Padme Amidala, while Obi-Wan Kenobi investigates an assassination attempt, assassination attempt, on the Senator and discovers a secret clone army crafted for the Jedi. And this is, and then the next thing is, I saw StarWars.com, their synopsis for the film and i kind of like it a little better because it's kind of like general mm -hmm. i like i like when it doesn't tell like what happens mostly. right so this is following an assassination attempt on senator padme amidala jedi knights anakin skywalker and obi-wan kenobi investigate a mysterious plot that could change the galaxy forever very vague very yeah. you know um they don't go they don't talk about anything about Padme and Anakin's relationship, they don't. You, you assume that Anakin and Obi Wan are actually like going out and like. You know, <laughs> yeah, when that's exactly. Clearly not the case. But yeah, man, uh, this film is. <laughs> there's a lot. There's a lot that goes with this film. Um, if you haven't seen it already, but uh, you know, with with, with not only the 20th anniversary of this film being this year, but also with Kenobi, uh, releasing yep. this year as well. Have you been watching Kenobi? I haven't had a chance to watch no, it, okay. but I am definitely going to when I get the chance. I know that you said that you want to like binge watch it, like you. Yeah, like I want to binge watch it, but I don't know. I just don't want to see spoilers either, so I might sit down and. Well, it's a good thing you don't have Twitter. Or you don't have. Like, yeah, I don't really dude, have. It, much. it is so hard to, to. I'm telling you, with spoilers all over the place, it sucks. But uh, I like to. Uh, I like to watch it as it goes because it kind of it puts me back into that, you know, that kind of frame of mind where, um, it's like old TV. Yeah. Like, you know exactly. what I mean? Like, oh, what's going to happen next week? Well, tune in next week to find <laughs> out, you know? Like, so that's what I really like. But um, let's talk about this film because uh, it is really a very interesting one. So let's talk about how we were introduced to the film. So I'll, I'll go ahead and let you go first since you're our special guest of honor. <laughs> okay. We would be honored uh, if you would join us. <laughs> yeah, so, man, 20 years ago, um, I was nine. <laughs> Me too. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but, yeah, I remember 
being such a big fan of the first one, Phantom Menace, so when obviously the next one was coming out, it was definitely a must-see, especially as a kid, you know, seeing the vastness of these movies, you know, and I hadn't really experienced the the first ones that came out either, so these are these were the ones that I kind of grew up with. So so at the, at the release of this film, you had never seen a Star Wars film uh, other, other than the Phantom Menace. other than the first one yeah okay so not, I hadn't never seen, seen the original anything, yeah okay. I think I'm in the same boat with you I mean we were young like yeah it, it, I mean it, it we came. were too young you know even so. if, even if I feel like even if I had seen one like one of the older ones I would have forgotten it because yeah. I did, I wouldn't have known that that was Star Wars right. you know um but no I remember I mean Attack of the Clones definitely I when I was younger definitely at the top of my list of favorite movies i remember it being Star pretty Wars. rad being I yeah because like, we were kids when it yeah, came out so it, it was, was very it was pretty cool yeah um but <laughs> over time uh we can talk about that <laughs> we'll later. get to that later yeah, yeah. but uh, okay so yeah you so did you see this movie in, in theaters when it came out or did i you think see? i did okay. it's uh, honestly that was just so long ago okay so for me uh i actually didn't see this movie in, in theaters I actually uh, got the DVD for my birthday because I was such I was such a big fan of uh, Star Wars, the first one, that I got. It's funny because I actually got all the Star Wars DVDs in order. Mm-hmm. Like it's crazy. So like for my I think I think my seventh birthday I got the DVD of the Phantom Menace, and then I got uh, Attack of the Clones for my tenth birthday. So I saw it the year mm-hmm. after, mm-hmm. the year after it released. So when it was already on DVD, so um, I, I popped into the DVD and you know. Uh, we had already seen, I think, Spider-Man at this point. Mm-hmm, so, right, like, yeah. we already... I'm all, You know I'm already going to the special features. Because <laughs> Spider-Man... When, when Spider-Man and Sam Raimi's Spider-Man came out, like, that was the start of, like, where I started watching special features. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you were... You yes, got the DVD, right? Yes, for your I remember the too? special features for Spider-Man. So, like, and that's where I just dove into, like, the yes. behind-the-scenes stuff. So, I did that with, with the Attack of the Clones. So, like, and I just fell in love with everything especially like the fights i would mm-hmm. watch the choreography of the fights and stuff so that was my favorite I remember part that. yeah so uh so i i saw it in uh the dvd and i fell in love i was like man this this is good like this is this is even better than the first one you know <laughs> uh <laughs> but um you know that that's how we were introduced to the film and uh i'm i'm glad that it's i really wanted to talk about this film because um even though it's very flawed and we'll talk about that later um you know, we, we grew up with it, and we, and we like it, and we enjoy it. And a lot of times, the the prequels were, for years, for years, just bogged down and yes. bashed by a lot of people, especially uh, the boomers out there yeah. <laughs> who grew up with the original trilogy. So unnecessary. Which is fine. You know, I mean, like, it's not fine. It's not fine. But what I'm saying is, like, you know, I feel like that's kind of happening again with the sequels. And I feel like, and let me tell you, so let me, let me, let me, let me, let me, let me put it this way, right? So yes, they're not, the prequels, I would say, are not as good as the original trilogy. And in the same way, I think you would agree that the sequel trilogy is not, they're not as good as the prequel trilogy, right? So yes, they have their flaws, but because we grew up with them, like, we love them. Yes, with all their flaws and everything, but I feel like with, with the kids that are growing up with the sequel trilogy... Like, yes, we know they're flawed, right? We know they're flawed. We know that they're... And we still like some of the stuff, right? You know? But I feel like the kids, when we're 40 or whatever, and, like, <laughs> and the kids are our age, like, in their 20s, you know, they're gonna, like... I hope so. Because, I mean, I could talk all day about How bad the newer the movies. The sequel trilogy, in my opinion, only has one good movie. And that's what? That's The Force Awakens. Okay. 
I love and, that. But movie even though. at that, that one is a little iffy. Okay. I will. I I, I will say. Though. I will say. I really do like the characters that came out of the new trilogies, but just story and direction i don't know you know what's funny uh, we'll, we'll go back to attack of the clones real quick but you know what's funny you know me right because i feel like i'm a yes you I know, know you. I, I'm, I'm very biased when it comes to star wars yes however yes i don't like poe and finn as much i love finn actually i feel like they, they should have done way more with him yeah I but agree with that. i don't really like poe and finn as much as i do ray Ray is I mean, my favorite. Yes, but like, I, I uh, that. But anyway, it's just, I think that's so weird that you actually like the characters. I think you might like the characters a little bit more, but I like the character, I like Ray's character I mean, arc. And I her, mean, like, yes, Ray, like, Ray's and, like, obviously the favorite. Oh, and Kylo, of, out of course. All that. Like, yeah. Yeah, Ray and Kylo, yeah, definitely. And BB 8. <laughs> 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 anyway, yes. back to the Tech of the Clones. Um, because this film is really interesting, right? And uh, because we grew up with it, we love it. Uh, I want to talk about what we think is most memorable about the film. And you can go into like childhood things. You can go into because mm-hmm. uh, we recent we recently just rewatched it. Right. You know. So what stood out to you as a kid, and what stood out to you watching it again as an adult? And like, you know, did you see? <laughs> and we'll talk about the flaws later. But for me, for me, one of the most memorable th- memorable things about this film is that Obi-Wan mullet. Oh, that's right. <laughs> no, no, for real though, like, I still remember... It's, uh... It's- I still... Even as a kid, I was like, that's rough. Like, that looked rough. He looks like Jesus, man. And, <laughs> but, you know, over time, it's just grown into this, like, iconic hairstyle, you know? So now, about the hair. It's, like, so... Anakin's it's so braid. bad, it's good. Anakin's braid, too. That little Jedi Padawan braid. I was I, never I, a fan of it. I don't know. Like, I honestly thought Anakin's style, his hair, the little braid. His hair. I thought that was His hair, legit. yes. He the braid, cool. no. The, I can do I can do without the Padawan no, braid. The, the Padawan braid was good, but it was his ponytail I didn't like. His little mini ponytail. He has a ponytail? He, so not yes. only does he have An- the ponytail in the Anakin back. Anakin has... But he's got the thing on the side, Anakin too. Anakin has the side braid. Right, the obvious thing Man, you I can gotta, see. I gotta re- and he has a up. mini ponytail, and that's the thing I really don't like. So a miniature ponytail. <laughs> it's like a mini <laughs> ponytail. Yeah, I can't believe you don't know this. I d- I only see I only remember like the top of his hair and then the the little Jedi braid, the little Padawan braid. I don't remember anything about like a side braid. Oh, I see. It's like if if that if if that little ponytail wasn't in a little band he'd probably have a tiny little mullet too basically oh i see it i see it here yeah yeah okay <laughs> anyway so the mullet the hairstyles basically so star wars episode two is the year of no haircuts <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, so we should just call it star wars episode two the year of no haircuts yeah, sure. Okay. That's what you want to call it. <laughs> Is there anything else that was memorable about the film uh, in your childhood? For me, um, again, because I didn't really, you know, grow up with the older films. Mm-hmm. Um, when Django Fett Django was introduced, Fett. Django Fett. Yeah, <laughs> Django Fett. Yeah, I was like, this character is awesome. I like, love this Fett. character is yeah. legit. And then. You know, obvi- obvi- for for the older Star Wars fans, when he's talking to his son, Bobo, he, you know, he calls him Boba multiple times. But you know, as a kid, I you I I obviously had no idea who that was, who that was or the importance of it. 
until I grew up and rewatched it, I'm sitting there like, oh my gosh, that was Boba Fett this whole time. I never, I never understood it. Yeah. So that was also another very memorable, memorable thing for me. So I want to talk about a a scene uh, that was really memorable for me as a, as a kid. Um, Listen, I was not a smart kid. (laughs) I was not. Okay. And a lot of times the plot of the film would get lost on me. So like I would just like films. For, I could see that because they're flashy. Yeah, and, you know we're kids. As kids, yeah, you know? I, so, I could like, see that. Um, so I remember the fight that Anakin has with Count Dooku, and the lights go off. Yes, that as a kid was one of the coolest things I had ever seen in a movie. It was cool. One thing that bothered me about it though was. There was a, like a small section where they're like swinging their sabers and they're not hitting. Oh anything. yeah, they're just like you just <laughs> see their faces. You just see whoom, 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 whoom. They're not touching. <laughs> yeah, they're not touching. There's no. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean it. It looked cool, but yeah, yeah, I, no. I remember that. I used to. I used to. <laughs> oh, I used when when that scene would come on. I used to turn off all the lights, but like you know at night yes. so like even the night light is off like close the door put like a towel under the under the oh door and just like watch it and because it looks so cool uh and yoda's fight obviously yes. Yoda is like the- that was the first time yoda had a fight on screen yes that it that is true yep so we never, they never that was saw him that was iconic for that alone since you spoke about um jango fett i want to take a section of this episode to talk about Timora Morrison, who plays Jango Fett. Iconic. Um, and in a segment that I call, Not Your Daddy's Bounty Hunter, But Your Bounty Hunter's Daddy. <laughs> so, basically, he, he's not Boba Fett. Well, he is Boba Fett he now. Is. <laughs> but at the time, you know, he's Jango Fett, which is Boba Fett's father. Right. Uh, they, they, what they did was they cast, they casted little Boba Fett, little boy. To be his, to be his son, and Django Fett was the father, you know. So they yeah. they they're flying in a in a spaceship up in space, and they they're going through asteroids, you know. They're going through yeah. asteroids and. Dude, what was the name of those uh, those missiles? Yes, like they were silent until they. So exploded. they're called seismic charges. Seismic charges. Yes. That's what it is. It was on the tip of my and, tongue. And uh, yeah, man, that's another thing that oh, was memorable. That was but, so satisfying. But uh, so and they even brought it back in the Mandalorian. They did. They did. That and, was oh so good. And Book of Boba Fett too. Oh, they did. Yeah. Did you Did you see it? I did. I just he, don't remember. He that. does. It. He lets one go in the Sarlacc pit's mouth. Ah, that's. Like, I think that's what I'm thinking of. That's no, what I'm thinking. They do of. it again. They do it in the Mandalorian season two when they're like escaping. When they break, they they're. Yes, they're, you're right. Yes, I, I know. Remember it. Yeah. and like yeah, yeah. So like they do it. When they brought that back, I was like, yes, yes. oh, so, so satisfying. Like, man, so satisfying. it's so cool. But uh, Tamora Morrison, man, like this dude. We didn't know it then, but this dude would play such a prominent role in our childhoods yes. like so again i want i want to just like take some time to like put some praise respect on his name put some respect on tomorrow i mean name. he's played some iconic characters outside of star wars exactly you know? So, you know like even outside of that you know we got speed 2 you know we <laughs> he's in speed 2 <laughs> i honestly i've never seen speed 2 like he's, he's in, what kind of a person would watch speed 2 he's in aquaman <laughs> i mean know? obviously aquaman um thomas curry 
That's his name. Yes, I know. I thought you were naming another film for a no, second. Thomas I was like, Curry. That's, oh, they did a, they did a, name. they did like a solo film on his dad. <laughs> Just no. like, they do that though. DC does that. They do. We talked about it on the Batman episode. <sighs> they're, they're working on it. They're, they're like they work on, on these like these shows Dude, that have nothing well, to do with it, like today. Just today, I've been seeing reports that they're scrapping all all Superman related stories scrapping all of them and they're gonna start fresh with a brand new story for Henry Cavill rumors really rumors, oh, rumors okay they're rumors but oh I love uh, rumors but but many verified accounts have been sharing that info mm. so I'm excited but anyways so even outside of Star Wars he's been like a superstar um actually the guy who plays his son Daniel Logan said that when he got the, the kid who plays Boba Fett right. little Bo- mini Boba Fett is that he when he signed on to do it the only reason why he wanted to do it, he didn't know who Ewan McGregor was, he didn't know who George Lucas, who Star Wars was, but he knew Tamora Morrison, and that uh, because he's of the same like right. he's of the same mm-hmm. like you know culture that he just looked up to him as an actor, and he's like I get to work with Tamora Morrison, you know. Um, but this dude, man, like just in Star Wars, I just, obviously we're talking about Star Wars, but Star Wars alone, when you get hired to be a clone. <laughs> To, or to be like the the basis of like the all the clones mm-hmm. like you're gonna have like uh, a pretty good you know salary yeah, and you, know, you kind of got a job for life you know until you die so um, but this dude man video games by itself yes like we played okay my favorite video game of all time is uh, Star Wars Battlefront but the first one yes I like the second one second one was good but it, it, it's it, funny because like the second one should be much better and I think it is however. Uh, like no no like with the stuff with the stuff that okay when I put these side by side and I talk about what each of them has you would think that the second one would be better so like what what it is is Star Wars Battlefront is just like a third person shooter uh, sometimes first person you can mm-hmm. change in and out uh, but it was like you played as the clones you played as um, you know the the CIS you know droids and everything uh, you could play as the the rebels you know the empire uh, but we would always go to the attack of the clones, yeah, the clones. Uh, you know one so we would always play as tomorrow Morrison yeah, so his voice was all, all over that, that yes thing. sir right yeah. away sir you know um, and then that even continued in Battlefront 2 and then they even made a Star Wars bounty hunter game it's it's like it's a solely Jango Fett game mm-hmm. have you did you ever play that game i've never played but oh i do God. know what you're talking about okay so like uh I, i've had that i didn't have the game but i mm-hmm. played it they released it for uh the new console so like the ps4 mm-hmm. xbox one like a few years back and i i got it uh actually no it came it came with my uh ps4 bundle because like i pre when the when the mm. battlefront came out right the yeah, reboot yeah, yeah. yes uh, yeah i came i i <laughs> hey man it's fine but yeah, like okay. it, it could have had a lot of work but anyway uh i pre-ordered it because i was like oh battlefront's back you know so but it came with uh super star wars it was like 19, 1977 video game it came with the uh star wars uh jedi fighter it came with the bounty hunter game mm-hmm. and like a and like a racer game uh, all Star Wars games, but like, man, dude, I, I went back and I played that. So I played that game, uh, and you literally just go around collecting bounties, and like, you, do, you like you play the story as him, and it's yeah. like so great. Uh, and then Star Wars Republic Commando, have you ever played that game? No. So I actually have the Switch game, uh, physical copy. It's like a limited edition. Take a look at that. You literally play as like these like three to four uh, clones 
on a mission, and it's like oh, incredible. I've, I've seen this game. It came out for PS2 yeah, and Xbox. Yeah, yeah, I remember. But uh, this I one. got it for Switch because like I was like, oh, I, I can take this wherever yeah. you know wherever I go. Uh, so we're just waiting on basically a Star Wars Battlefront one. I'll take Battlefront one and two for the Switch, so I can take it anywhere with me. So, but Tamar Morrison, man, this guy, this dude's voice is like ingrained into our brain because mm -hmm. like of the video games of like the, these movies uh because like he obviously he's he's in revenge of the sith as well mm -hmm. as a commander cody and like of course all the other yep. all the other you know clones and then, and then they even edited his voice into the original they did uh, as boba fett yeah he's so no good cool. to me dead you know yep. like all mm -hmm. that you know uh all of that man it just like it's i think and, and no disrespect no disrespect to Jeremy Bullock, who played the original. Yes, no disrespect. Like, no disrespect at all. It because it's because of his legacy that mm -hmm. Tamora Morrison was able to like keep that. Because the way that Tamora Morrison went about the character is like, oh, like father, like son, mm -hmm. and so like, but he played it in reverse, like <laughs> yeah. like son, like father, you know. So, um, so shout out to him, and you know he. we for creating that mystique and that character that so many people love, you know, um, so that Tamora Morrison was able to do this. But I, I, but we're talking about Tamora Morrison because obviously he's in this movie, but because he was such a big part of our childhood growing up, and so many more people uh, who are the same age as us, you know. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because like all the Gen Zs love the prequel trilogy, <laughs> the kids, right? But a lot of them really like the prequels, and yeah. like the prequels are getting its due. So like yes. we're really hyping. See and. and <sighs> Yeah, because they, they did not get their due when they came out. No, not at all. And, but again, like, just time. Over time, it gets it gets appreciated for what it is. Yeah. And that's, that's what I think, man. I don't think, like, anytime Star Wars stuff comes out, like, I don't, because, okay, there is some stuff that I don't like about Star Wars. I'll give you a hit. I'll give you an example. The shows. I don't like Rebels. I don't like... I really didn't like the Clone Wars. Mm -hmm. I couldn't really get into it. Like, I'm watching them now because, like, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. They're right. going to be bringing some people in from that. So, like, I got to watch it. Uh, but I really didn't. It, it wasn't my cup of tea. Right. And I, I grew up, like, saying, like, oh, I really don't like this show. Like, I, I, hate, I hate that show or whatever. But, like, um, but now I'm kind of just, like, if I don't like it, I'm just, like, okay, fine. You know, I don't need to like it. Like, other people are going to identify with it yeah. and, like, whatever. And that's fine. So, uh, but yeah, I think like that, that's, if you like something of Star Wars, like, it's okay to like it, but it's okay to not like it, okay? I mean, that goes and, for and that's Well, yeah, but I'm, we're talking about Star Wars right now, man, we're talking, we're not talking, we're not talking about anything right now, we're talking about Star Wars. So like, um, but I don't ever feel like if you like something, don't let somebody else bring you down, don't let somebody else like, or if you, if you don't like something, like you can share your opinion, but don't be a jerk about it. So. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not okay. talking about you. Right. I'm talking about in general because there's so much toxicity in the Star Wars. Community. No, that's why. Like, that's why I never, never look at reviews for anything. Oh no. Even even if a movie comes out and the reviews are all downhill, I never listen to it. I like making my own opinion mm -hmm. on on anything and everything because a lot of movies. And then again, talking about Star Wars too get very bad reviews get or good reviews or or good reviews and it's but the opposite. but it could be the complete opposite yeah but be but a lot of people put so much weight in other people's reviews which mm. makes them not see it and that's what hurts 
that's what hurts certain things like for example like the, the prequels episode one two and three back then there wasn't social media so the only thing that was being put out was what the critics were saying so that's why in it in the in those times they didn't get received very well now now you know fast forward over time uh internet happens um social media starts happening mm-hmm. and you start seeing the the good things about it right. the, the things people keep talking about darth maul on the first one the duel of the fates that song iconic in itself and you go to attack of the clones yeah, it's like it's like out of nowhere there was this like this resurrection of like yes. people like wait a minute weren't y'all the same people exactly. who were like saying that this movie sucked back yeah, in the day exactly. and, but back then and you know what it what else it is uh, because of the internet i think it a lot of ways it's so bad but in a lot of ways it is good because you get other people's like thoughts that that you didn't you wouldn't have thought of yourself yeah. so like i'll give you an example like with the prequels all I'm sure those critics saw the movie once, maybe twice, and they were done with it. Yep. And they didn't get to really see or really, like, take it in. And, like, they missed a lot of the parallels and a lot of the things that were set up, from like, from the first ones yes. that connect with the original trilogy yeah. as to why it went down. They don't see the parallel of, like, of Luke's story and Anakin's story mm-hmm. and how it went, like, you know... And they don't see that. They don't see the deepness of it. They don't see the how it's basically the same story, but in a different way. And because Luke, because of Anakin's downfall, Luke was able to know what to like look out for. Mm-hmm. Luke was able to know, like you know, no, like okay, this is this is how one way goes. So I'm gonna go the other way. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna choose to do good, and I'm yep. gonna choose to bring my father out of it. And the and in that way, Anakin is redeemed. You know, because George Lucas always... And it's it's George Lucas' story. That's what I really yes. love about the, the prequels as well. Like, it's the story that he wanted to tell. And George Lucas always said, Star Wars is always about uh, Anakin. Yes. Anakin yep. Skywalker mm-hmm. is the main thing of Star Wars. And that's what these movies have. Yeah. And that's why they're so... What I think makes them good, as far as like, yes, there's a little bit of. We'll talk yes, about it later. Yes. But like, you know, that's what makes it so good. But talking about Anakin, we're moving on to Anakin and Padme, a love story for the ages. Uh, how we feel about the romance, <laughs> but how we feel as uh, how we feel about Anakin and Padme as characters, how they were portrayed, and things like that. So, so because we saw this movie when we were eight or nine, whatever. Padme, man. <laughs> Padme. <laughs> Batty, man. Oh, man. So, yeah, like, yeah. Natalie Portman is a goddess. And that is evident in this movie. She is so amazing and so beautiful. But she's such a great actress. She's grown into, like, one of the best mm-hmm. actresses around. Like, you know what I mean? She's got such a great body of work. <laughs> body of work. Body of work. Had, had, uh, almost had me there. <laughs> But, um, yeah, man, I really love Padme, especially yes. as an adult now, I really love the character and how strong she is. And yes. then you see the parallel again, talking going back to that parallel of, like, Leia, how Leia was such a strong character. Why? Because of who her mother is. Mm-hmm. Because of, like, 
She has that in her blood. She has that fighter. She has that spirit. She has that spunk, that gusto, you know, that leadership, like, DNA. It's yep. in her DNA. And uh, so I really, really love that about the character. Um, and then Hayden, uh, Hayden Christensen, he did what George Lucas wanted him to do. Yes. And, like, exactly. people saying, like, that he's a whiny teenager. First of all, he's a teenager. He he's going he's through, a teenager. He's going through freaking puberty, like, at this point. You know what I mean? Like, he's... And, and don't act like Luke is not a whiny teenager. I just saw the freaking uh, A New Hope, like, two days ago. That Luke is such a whiny character. Yeah. So he's like... But I was going to Tashi yeah. Station to get some power converters. <laughs> oh, which just isn't fair. Yeah, I'm going nowhere yeah. on this rock. You know, like like. It's they, just, I, I think they just they just tried uh, pushing a little too hard with Hayden. And again, it's nothing against him. Like you said, he did what they wanted. That was it. Mm -hmm. You know, and yeah. you get a tr a very troubled kid. You He's know? got no daddy. That's and right. and then you have to portray that while also you know being the good guy but you're trying to struggle show a character that's struggling as well right. you know but he's a teen you, do, do you know why the the duel of the fates why it's called duel of the fates why so like okay this is you've never heard this well tell me okay okay so this is gonna blow your mind okay so like the reason why it's called duel of the fates is because obi-wan is not the person that anakin needs Okay, he he agreed to train him. And yes, he does become kind of the father character, but that's not who Anakin needed. What who Anakin needed was the person that saw the specialness inside him at the beginning. And why I think Qui-Gon Jinn is one of the greatest Jedi to ever freaking live because like he's he follows the Jedi order, but he knows the balance. He knows the Force really well. He knows when to follow the rules, when not to follow the rules. It's not always black and white. Mm -hmm. He knows when it's kind of like, you know, he sees people. He sees like it's not just about rules, it's right. about like but anyway, he so what Anakin needs is Qui-Gon that's the father figure that he connects with in the first one. And the duel of the fates is, is that how is this going to go? Is Qui-Gon going to live? Because the, that, that fight is going to determine whatever happens to the, for the future of this kid. So is he, if, if, he, if Qui-Gon yeah. lives, then he brings balance way earlier. Yeah. But if he dies, it's, it goes down the path that it goes down. Yeah. Yes, yeah, and that's I knew all that. It's called, okay. But like, dude, it's so. Well, you acted like you didn't. <laughs> but like, it is so amazing, and like that is like, so like it's so mind blowing. Like George Lucas just knows what he wanted. No, like yep. he he's a genius. He's a freaking genius. And what were we talking about? <laughs> so that's why it's called Duel of the Fates because like he's he's struggling, you know, with that, and uh, his his future has already been mapped out. And so he's trying mm -hmm. to bow, because he doesn't have that father figure that he needed, you know, he goes down the path that he goes down and he's over here struggling to be like righteous, to be like, you know, the good Jedi that he mm -hmm. feels like he's supposed to be. But because he doesn't have the guidance that he needs that he, uh, you know, to succeed again, because Obi-Wan is just some dude at first who agreed to, you know, he didn't really have a connection to him. Right. So... 
But uh, again, Anakin. Uh, he referred to him as a worthless life form, didn't he? Yeah, but I mean, he didn't know. He him. didn't know as like, a kid, yeah, but the, yeah, that's the you know that's who he was. Because I feel like I feel like Qui Gon again, seeing like other people and being the wise dude that he was, was always pulling this sort yeah, of thing. Like of course. he was always just like, oh, there's somebody you need. Like let me let's help them aboard. Mm-hmm. And Obi Wan, being the young Padawan, he yeah, was like, he was still a Padawan. He's like, well, what are we doing? Like, we're here. We have a mission to do. Like, he's yep. like, no, nah, no, nah, it's about the people. And I think of that 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 thing in the office, like people, Ryan. <laughs> business people, is about people. Pe- no, he says people don't gotta go out. Of people business. don't go out of business, right? So, but it's just he, you see the bigger picture. It's yeah. not just like you know, mm-hmm. um, and that's very wise. It's a very wise thing to do. But anyway, yeah, man. But uh, Hayden uh, and Natalie Portman, I think, portrayed those characters really well. How do you feel about uh, you know that love story of Anakin and Padme? How it went down is, or even their characters? How do you feel about them? Well, you know, of course, you have to make these characters fall in love. Honestly, I feel it was a bit rushed, for you know, again, obvious reasons. But they made do with what they had, you know. So, like one thing that stood out to me on, on my rewatch. When Anakin slaughters all of those Tusken Raiders when they take his mom. <laughs> yeah. He comes back crying to Padme, mm-hmm. saying he murdered the men, but not just the men, but the women and children too. Mm-hmm. Her first She got wet. Her dude. first response <laughs> is Well, being angry means you're human. It's like he just slaughtered everyone. Is it because there were Tuscan Raiders that it doesn't you, matter? You know she was a little turned on too, though. Yeah, but you know, it's like <laughs> okay, if, if that's what does it for you, he he does a lot more of it in the next film. Yeah. <laughs> but oh, you like that, <laughs> <laughs> But but again, you know, I feel like they just had to. They kind of had to rush into it. Yeah. You 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 show a a, a, a young teenager struggling you know he doesn't have his mom yeah troubled he doesn't have his mom he just lost his mom he he loses his mom and then at the same time has these feelings for for padme she tells him in the beginning of the movie they can't have these feelings for each other and then next thing you know towards the middle of the middle slash end of the movie she ends up telling him that she's madly in love with him so this these things are just being thrown at this guy left and right and he is like you put it a teenager in puberty like like think of when we were there you know like just me- discovering I was new a mess things then. i'm a mess now and it's like you know just Im- imagine a kid and and then on top of that he's taking a vow to be alone mm. that's that's yeah. basically being a jedi you know he talks about you know the jedi the the, they, they their their whole thing is compassion but love for others but that they can't have that the attachments attachment yeah. yeah so but then now you got this teenager with all these raging hormones with this hot girl like what do you expect you know and and again of it's, course it's, this is the way it's human nature this is the way it's, the movie's supposed to yeah. go but you know they are an iconic couple alone you know despite the the flaws in the the story or the speed and the way their their love takes place, mm-hmm. they're iconic in and of themselves just because of the kids that they have. So, I mean, I could keep speaking about this, but 
then I'd be heading into the flaws of the movie. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, actually, that's what's next. Oh, yeah. Well, so then, all right. You want to talk about the flaws? Let's talk about. So this this segment is called uh, "He's Holding Me Back." Uh, film flaws. What <laughs> He's holds? Holding me back. <laughs> what holds the film back from being like greater than it can be? You okay. Know? Um, and uh, yes. by the way, that's that's a Anakin quote. You know. Yes, I know. Obi Wan. For, for the listeners who don't know. Well, I mean, I know that. Okay, I know, but the listeners may not know. All right. Don't well, they, there you go. Hold on. Listeners. Give me. Give us a sec. Don't undermine the listeners, man. Okay. 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 So, the film's flaws. Okay, I'll start. Again, growing up as a kid, story wasn't really important for me. We don't me. care. Yeah, we didn't <laughs> care. You see action, you see, you know, fun and exciting adventure. You see a cute girl, and you're like, Yeah, What's you know, happening? you see a pretty girl, you know, like, all that stuff is top of the list. I grow up, and I still remember this. I still remember this like it was yesterday. <laughs> it was I hadn't yesterday. seen... I hadn't seen... Attack of the Clones in years. years. When's the last time you probably? When's the last time you probably saw? It? I mean, no, I've seen it. I've seen it like very, every year. I, I I watch it pretty often nowadays. Okay. But but th- this is like rewinding. I saw it as a kid, loved it. it. Was one of my favorite Star Wars movies. But I hadn't seen it in a, ver- a really long time. Okay. So now you know, I'm 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 an adult, and I'm like, hey, I haven't seen Attack of the Clones in a long time. <laughs> Let me put it on because I remember I loved this movie. I put it on and oh my gosh. The biggest, even today, the biggest flaw of this movie in my opinion is the dialogue and the <laughs> writing of this movie. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The and I, I will say most of it is from Anakin. His dialogue, especially when he's talking to Padme, is oh my gosh like some of the cringiest stuff i have ever heard and i just i it's like you you look at the you look at the the original trilogy you look at phantom menace and you get here and it's like how how did george lucas make all those movies and then write this one so cringe like i i couldn't understand how the dialogue was so bad okay so so what give me an example okay i want to hear some examples okay. which is i mean i, I agree with you okay so like, i mean <laughs> are you talking so about like, are you talking about so like when, so when anakin first meets padme when when they first come back to to introducing each other uh padme's real like uh my goodness you've my grown. goodness you've grown and then his response is so have you uh what is it more beautiful Grow, grown more beautiful grown more beautiful like of course you know he's a teen i mean little, ma- ma- little ma- maybe yeah maybe that's what they were going for like a this cheesy like teenager but it just oh my gosh like a lot of the i i just i don't i don't know just a lot of the dialogue that maybe it was the delivery of the lines i don't know but it was how do awesome. you feel about the sand line Honestly, because that that line that line gets a lot of crap. Yeah, the talk about talk, I, I, I know we've talked I, about. This, I, talk I, about I have a, just on that alone. I have a, a big talk about it opinion. Talk about so it. so the line is because because this is this is something that people think that is like the worst yes. thing ever. But talk about why the, it makes the line sense. is. I don't like sand. It's rough and coarse, and it gets everywhere. Uh, that's me paraphrasing, but yeah, I think yeah. that's that's pretty. That's close pretty to almost. It. Yeah, what okay, so. And what people do not understand is where, where did Anakin grow up? 
Where? Tatooine. Tatooine. And what is that place made of? Atoms. Okay, Atoms. <laughs> sand. But sand. there is sand everywhere on that place, right? Like, it's so desolate, man. It's so, like, as far as... Yes. It, it's just... It's like the sea. Literally. But it's just literally sand, sand everywhere. everywhere. And then they even show it in The Phantom Menace. As he's walking home with uh, Qui-Gon and Padme and R2 and Jar Jar, there's sand blowing everywhere. Everywhere. And then, Storm's coming and then, up, Benny. But to get home quick. <laughs> yeah, so then, and then, and then, when you think about it, what else was left there in his home? His mother. His mother, right? So now you think about it. Think about this line. He doesn't like sand. It's coarse. It gets everywhere. He grew up with nothing but that. Right? And then, not even that, but just that memory alone, boom, there's his mom. Someone that he left. Someone that he hasn't seen. And again, he's a teen. But what's weird is at this point, she hasn't died yet. Yeah, she hasn't died. So again... But, he, but she's left there. Like, as far as he knows, like, she's still yeah, there. Yeah, she's like, still there. Yeah. So now, again, like, you have this this kid. You know, and and then again, when you, you go back to the first one, you find out that he's too old to even be trained as a Jedi. So now, now you 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 fast forward. So now you have a kid that's too old to be trained. Now you fast forward to him being a teen. So because he's because he was too old to be trained, it's like it would have been harder to train him as a Jedi because he didn't start out young. So now you got a kid that is again too old. You're trying to train him to be a Jedi, but he has he has a mind of his own already because he's that old, you know? So then now you have a yeah. kid trying trying to find that balance of, like, not having attachments. That's right. Yeah. But that attachment of his mom is still there because he was too old of a kid. And... And then now and you see that in the first one. Yeah, you see that. And they're in the first testing one. him with uh, it's just like and then, thinking about your mom. Well, what does that have to do with exactly? Anything? And he's like everything. Exactly. Yeah. So and and again, it goes back to just George Lucas, like just connecting everything. And then now now think about meticulously. That, think about that scene again. Before Anakin makes that that line, um, Padme is talking about what she loves about her home. The lake, you know, growing up, having good times there, and you just look at the difference. You know, she's she's remembering everything she grew up with, and is just loving it. And now this kid, all he's had in his life was sand and a hard life. He was a slave, and his mom was a slave. You know, and and then all he had was his mom. So now take him out of that world. And again, this is all just from a sand line. And another reason why I never ever found that line uh, cringe or atrocious is because I feel the same way. I hate sand. (laughs) I hate sand. Like, I hate it. I'll go to the beach. I'll go to the beach and I'll try, you know, of course you're going to get sand on you. But I will try if we're leaving, I will will go to the beach, wipe myself off, go in the ocean. And that stuff sticks with you. Even days after. Yeah, even, it doesn't matter how clean you are, like walking out of the ocean, you're going to get sand everywhere. And oh my gosh, I hate it. Like, I hate sand. So Anakin, I feel you. I never thought that line was cringy. I'm there with you. Yeah, man. I mean, like, a lot of people think that's a flaw, but I really, I have to agree with you there. I really think that that's something that is is overlooked but for me a flaw i would agree is the same thing as a dialogue there's some shots in this movie 
that are really nice. Mm -hmm. But there's some shots that I really think are really weird. Um, one of them, we spoke about it earlier, was the fight between Anakin and uh, Dooku. Is, uh, it just shows their face. Right. That little part of that fight was weird. Um, there's another shot where uh, it shows Obi-Wan in, like, it shows him doing, like, a message in, on Geonosis. And, like, it's this wide shot, and it looks really weird until the Geonosin comes into right. play. But that shot, it's always bothered me. Because really? it looks, it's just so, it's so weird. It's just, like, because it's, like, panning out. So, Obi-Wan is, like, on the left side, which is fine. But then as, as it pulls out, giggity. <laughs> It looks really off-center, and it just bo it's, it's always bothered me. And the whole thing with, uh, I feel like they could have gone into... And this is this is the thing that I find the, the most, like, egregious about the film, and the, that I really have, like, an issue with. I You talk about how it's rushed. I really wish that they would have gone into more of, like, what happened, as far as, like, with Master Sifo-Dyas and the yes. clones, and, oh like, all of gosh. that. Like, it's because it's yes. just so, like, okay, it just kinda what? Like, what? Here you go, and that's it. I know some of it is explained in the Clone Wars, apparently, but, like, I... <laughs> yeah. Like, come on, man. Like, yeah. I'm just... I, I remember I was like, okay, well, how did that happen? You know? No, yeah, and then even, like, even as a kid, I always thought it was weird... You know, because, like, I remember understanding that. Like, that it's like, okay, well, this guy's been dead, but he ordered these clones, but and then let's the use them. Yes! And the generals <laughs> but, but, is like, okay, okay well, let's, let's use them. Let's use them. Let's just... This like, isn't sketchy. Like, what? Let's not do any, like, detective work, yeah. like, to see what... Why he freaking made this, or who authorized... Yeah, like, like, or why just... did Master Sifo-Dyas authorize this stupid clones? Like, I mean, they're not stupid, they're awesome. But, like, you know, but let's just throw all of... Let's just throw caution to the wind, throw all yeah. of that out of the window, and just, like... Okay, well, we got this army now. I yeah. guess that's cool, you know? Yeah. And that is so weird. And apparently, um, the, and the whole thing with like uh, Palpatine, why they never sensed him. Uh, do you know about that? <sighs> so apparently, the Jedi Council room or whatever, it's like built apparently on like a Sith, kind of like an ancient Sith burial ground or whatever. So like it's already encompassed. Like they 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 cleared everything out. Like as far as like. Um, like like the bodies or whatever or like the kind of the aura but that that dark sideness is still there mm. so like they can't like because of, you know when they're at coruscant and stuff like that and he's there they they it's they can't really sense it because well first of all they're very ignorant when it comes to the dark side there's like oh we just want nothing right. to do with that like no i mean it's understandable it's just, but i mean no yeah. but, but no, no the thing is like you have to know i, I don't think they're being ignorant to it i think they're just kind of like Sticking to but they never well, hey like but they never want they the dark never want bad, anything to do so let's just not deal with it that's not, the thing, not but that, that's not, not that, good what that's not good that's not good is like if, if that, I'm not all. saying it's good but I'm not I'm not I don't want to say they were ignorant to it either like they just did what they thought was right hey you know what dark side's bad so let's not deal with dark the dark side, side. Bad. no good man we don't want to mess with that man. Um, but no, but like, apparently, you know, that's part of the reason why too. I always chose to believe that they never sensed it because Palpatine, Palpatine was just that powerful. 
that he was so Unlimited he was so yeah he, just, he was just so like <sighs> so cunning so dude that dude is what, what, what that dude's a slytherin for, for sure that, he was so he's a planner i can't he's a planner that one he was so smart he he was so smart he was so i guess patient mm. you know he knew what he wanted to do and he knew it was gonna take time so you know what? Yeah, years. Basically, I'm gonna, years I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait this out. Like, yeah. And and he knew from the first episode that Anakin was gonna be his <laughs> his Padawan. He knew it. Well, they're uh, they're apprentices when in the Sith culture. Well, okay. <laughs> and he. he <laughs> we will watch your career with great interest. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And okay, let me just. Since you want to correct me. <laughs> and he knew from the first episode that Anakin was going to be his apprentice. There you go. He knew it. He knew it. What was the line? He's like, we will watch your career with great interest. We will watch your career with great interest. Of course, only people that understand that He's are the Star Wars fans. He's going to be my apprentice. And I just, I just love, I just love how under the radar he is mm. you know like every all the audience knows the bad guy's right there he's right there look he's right there but like all the all the jedi are like something's going on i'm not quite sure the A dark side Lord. clouds this you know and <laughs> it's just and i and then i know we're talking about attack of the clones but i love like i genuinely love how at the end of the first one um mace windu and yoda are talking and they're talking and about they show there's him. always two and then they just like zoom in on him on him that he's the last it's shot like, oh, that scene. like yeah like that was very satisfying to see um but yeah yeah anyway but yeah man i wish they would have gone into more into like that story really uh, that really does hold the film back but yeah on to the next one we're talking about favorite quotes of the film and we've said a couple of them already but uh i love Anything that has to do with uh, with uh, Django Fett and Boba Fett, so it's just like pack your things, we're leaving. <laughs> or like, uh, Boba, yeah. get on board, <laughs> Boba. Let's go get some bubble tea and get on board. <laughs> Dad, look! Get him, Dad! Get him! Fire! Oh my God! It doesn't seem to take a hit, this guy. You know what's funny? He says that in Speed too, also. I, I didn't know he that. says like it doesn't. This guy doesn't seem to I take a hit. Speed too. Oh, okay, well he says that same line. And I thought that was really funny. Um, there's also the uh, I'll, I'll let you you know chime in a little bit, but like there's uh, <laughs> there's also the this party's over. Yes. Oh my gosh, I love that. And then no, um, patience, that one, and then the, patience. She will die. When, he, when he's like, I don't think so. Like I love that part too. Like. Just Samuel L. Jackson's whole like mother part, like that small section of when he comes in, like that everything he does on screen is awesome, amazing. Comes in, whop, pulls the lightsaber on on Django. His grape colored flavored he lightsaber. He takes he takes down. He startles whatever that rhino looking thing. Yeah, and then he kills. Spoiler alert. Uh, Django Fett, and Mm-mm. it's like, oh, so sad. He he was just he just everything he did was right. It was so good, 
<laughs> so good. So, uh, any any quotes? Quotes. Eesh, that is a toughie. You like the sand quote? Though. I I like it. I'm not gonna say it's one of my favorites, okay. but I will I will oh, defend it. I got with it. My life. I got one. I got another one. The what about Padme? She seems to be on top of things. I yeah, like that one. That's that's a good one. I really like. Um, and it, he had such a small part in this one, but three uh, PO. I love when he gets his head switched on the, on the droids, and he's a uh, he goes the die Jedi dogs. He's like, what did I say? What am I saying? That whole that whole scene though, where he he just keeps doing that. He's like, oh, I'm quite beside myself. Yeah, and he's like, right, and, and like uh, R two dragging him. He's like, oh, this, this is, is such, such a drag. drag. <laughs> yeah, like all his lines are so good. They're so good. Oh, but or, no, even the even the. <laughs> Even the droid who's on his body, my legs aren't moving. Yeah. I must need maintenance. <laughs> yeah, oh. yeah. just those little comedic uh, moments were so good. I love Dooku's line where he's like, it is obvious that this contest cannot be decided by our knowledge of the yes. Force. His, and his lightsaber just like, his lightsaber opens. And it's like, it's uh, the, the hilt. screen. The hilt is like, uh, yes. it's, it's tilted or whatever, it's bent. Like I love that, nice. and then Yoda pulling out the, the little pulling mini. out the little mini one. But he, that shot, he, okay, he pulls back his. Cloak I know we've already said this, <laughs> but that is my favorite shot in like maybe all of Star Wars, maybe. But I love that shot of how the camera goes from left to right and how it it just like tracks. Is it left to right or right to left? Is it no? It's left. I think to it's right. right to left. It's left to right, isn't it? Because of it comes, Yoda. Yeah, it comes this way. I think it's right to left. We're keeping this in, if I'm right. <laughs> you want to check it right now? We'll check it right now, fine. Alright, here we go. Oh, it's right, it to, left. right to left. That's Thank good. you very much. That's good. Well, he just saw it. Anyway. I just saw it. No. But anyway, that is my favorite shot, like, almost ever. Because, like... That is, it's just so yes, like it, is, it, it gives a me sick move. It gives me chills every time, and like he, how he doesn't even pull it out, he like forces it out, like yeah. with, using the force. So good. But anyway, favorite quotes. Uh, they're like animals. I slaughter them like animals. I hate them. Does this count as a quote? We 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 grew up watching. We grew up playing Lego Star Wars. Do their screams count as quotes? <laughs> Dude, I'm watching. I was watching the movie, and I hear where they pulled the screams from. All of them, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> and then like the Obi Wan, this like, oh, that one. <laughs> like I heard all of and them. Then like, the, and there's all. And then Yoda. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh man. Yeah, that's so funny though. Oh. Does this count as a quote? <laughs> those G, the way those Geonosians talk? So another little quote that I really like because there's like a little bit of an Easter egg in it was when uh, Obi-Wan tells Anakin, why do I feel like you're going to be the death of me? <laughs> I really like that oh, one. Oh, in that same scene, the what am I, some death sticks? Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to sell me death sticks. Uh, I don't need to sell you death sticks. <laughs> That's uh, George Lucas's uh, anti-smoking campaign. That's really. Oh, <laughs> you bought it though. I did. I did. That's a good one. You want to buy some death sticks? Uh, pretty good for you. You put them in your nose. You put them in your mouth, and uh, you know you get lung cancer. We don't. We don't do that here. 
Bob up, get on board. Get, get away, get away from the the cigarettes, them dead sticks. They'll be the death of me. Oh, we gotta. Okay, we gotta. If we're talking about favorite quotes, we gotta talk about the memes. Memes. That's this is your department, there, right? Are there a lot of memes? Uh, yeah, the that's uh, why I'm here. Oh, and then the, and another one, the visible confusion. <laughs> where he's just gonna stare. The subtitles. Yeah. That say visible confusion. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. No, and then the, uh, I mean, it, it's not the line. They don't say it in the movie, but when it's like Anakin and Padme sitting in the the meadow, and like the memes are like, you can do this, right? And then it's like, right, right. <laughs> well, like I don't understand how if that it works. How that became a a meme? A how meme? that one? Because that that's not even like in like the that's scene. not the line. Yeah, yeah the, that line isn't anywhere in the scene, but. Somehow, but I think that just became the, the way template. they look, it just it goes. Yeah, with but it. you know, like just it's just kind of random to me, you know, like of everything, everywhere. This movie came out twenty years ago. Someone somewhere found that template <clears> and was like, "This would be a good template for this meme," you know. I thought I was kind of random, but they they make funny memes. <laughs> and then the other one, the one that like it just cracks me up every, every time I see it. Yeah, it's oh. when uh. It's like the picture of uh, Obi Wan, and it's like my gra- my grandma has this on her, on her on her walk. <laughs> she, she thinks it's Jesus. Jesus. Oh, another meme, <laughs> another meme that goes with, from this movie is the she can't do that, shoot her or something. <laughs> That's used like a lot. I see that a lot on like Star Wars TikTok or whatever, or like what you know. It's it's all over the place. It's like she can't. Oh, like they were doing it towards Kathleen Kennedy when. <laughs> Whenever they like, she would just make like a dumb decision or whatever. There's like, she can't do that. Yeah. Shoot her or something. <laughs> <laughs> They're so messed <sighs> up. Uh, oh man, there's there's a lot of quotes in here, but like, I think there are a lot more memes of the third episode. You think so? Those are the ones I I do know more of, but we're on the second. I mean, of the I feel like I feel like uh, as far as quotes go, the third one is it does have a lot. It more It has quotes. a lot. Yeah, it has a lot more quotes. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, like, this this movie, man, I mean, it's very, you know, I think it deserves more love, and it's getting more love than it deserves these days. Oh, definitely. Um, you know, shout out to the Gen Zers for taking it on, too. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I really, it's, again, it's because we, the people who like the movie, and, like, you, I'm sure you've seen, like, the marketing campaign for Kenobi, mm-hmm. and how they're talking, you know, Ian McGregor's talking about, like, how they were really, like, sad, um, because they put, they feel like they put their heart and soul, the whole cast, like, into these movies, and the credits just, like, waved yeah. them off, and, but and, now... And at the time, they're the ones that had the voice. Yeah. The critics. So it was hard, it was really hard to get the audience on board. On board. <laughs> but like, but yeah, but you know, yeah, you're right because the critics held held all the power back they then. They had the but power, but now with with all with it, with just the majority of everything being marketed online now, and mm-hmm. it's just now everyone can make their own opinions <clears throat> on anything, you know, and it's just it's not always a good thing. But yeah, but it's, it's, it's a it good. Can, it's a good. It can be a great it's, thing. It's got, yeah, yeah. I know this is not Attack of the Clones, but, like, you talk about, like, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Oof. You know, how, like, that, what? That, I can talk about that, too. Yeah, but, like, like you know, the, of how, like, the fans wanted it, 
They made it happen. Fans wanted it and made it happen. And like, you know what I mean? The studio, and I was not the mad. studio did it, and like, it was incredible. Just uh, like how they're bringing back Morbius. Oh my gosh! But I, they, I think that's like a never... meme thing, though. It's like a, it's like a. No, I think they're really bringing it back because of the meme. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's not, but it's nobody wants it. Like, nobody. Well, yeah, like... but like, I'm just. <clears throat> Like okay, like it. Sony's it, it, it weird. Worked. We don't talk it about. Worked with, we don't talk it about Sony. With Snyder Cut, but Sony, we're not, we're not sending the message to release the movie again. Please, just put it away. Have you even seen it? You haven't I have seen not seen it. seen it. I haven't seen it either. Exactly. Anyway, um, so like those quotes, um, are there any favorite scenes that you have that 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 you know like, for you specifically? I want to no, know. Not I want to really. know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> No, yes, so one scene, I, 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 I just can't get enough of it. And it happens so fast. And it's not really even a, a big monumental scene. But towards the end of the movie, when they're, the, the clones are fighting the droids and all the like little mini starships are going up in the sky, um, one of the starships falls and throws sand everywhere. And when it throws sand everywhere mm. there's a, a quick scene of the clones just like walking through the sand blasting shooting. their guns shooting and oh it just looks so good so good because you see the blasts you see the sand covering them and like you just oh it just looks like a battle and it just looks so cool. They're walking. Like, they're casually they just know walking, where they're, blasting. Where they're shooting at? It just it just looks so good. And then you see the the oncoming. Yeah, you see the oncoming. The you droids. see as there theirs as they go. Like it just looks it looks so good. Yeah. I love that scene so yeah. much. Yeah. <clears throat> um, another scene I really like is I I know I said this already, but the Mace Windu when he pops in, the little screen time he has, he does awesome. Awesome job. I like the uh, Droid Factory sequence. I really think yeah. that's very. Uh, yeah, that was cool. Really cool. Yeah. Uh, it's and it's 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 so much more memorable, I think, though, because of the Lego, Lego Star, Wars. Star Wars. Yes, of uh, course. Because like do, you're all, yeah. you know what's funny? Have you played a little bit of the Lego Star Wars? Yeah. The new one, the Skywalker oh, the saga. New one? No, not not the new one. The Droid Factory sucks. Really? Like, come you have to do all these like tasks and it's so tedious and but like just compared to that other one it's just like yeah oh, dude, it dude, looks that, better that yeah PlayStation Lego it looks so game. much better like it looks amazing but like yeah. i was so bored i was so bored anyway um the droid factory scene is 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 nice um the asteroid chase scene is Amazing the seismic yes. charges and everything. The seismic charges. Oh. I love that. Um, I, I I'm gonna be really honest. When it comes to Star Wars, depending on how it's executed, I don't really like the stuff like in ships like flying. Yeah. Like I'll give an example with like A New Hope, them flying through the trench. It's so it's good. Like the first time you see it. I, on several like reviews and like rewatches, that kind of gets boring to me. I don't know why. Wow. Like, but I disagree. Again, again, again just if it's executed a certain way, like the the Millennium Falcon scene in The Force Awakens when Rey and Finn are in it, amazing. I love that scene. I love the flying and like the because I think it's directed really well and executed. Well, yeah, really because well. it's like it's like fast paced. We're in a crappy ship. 
We and we got to kill okay, these guys. I'll, I'll give you something from the original uh, trilogy, the Millennium Falcon scene, the asteroid scene in in uh, Empire Strikes Back, amazing. Because like, when Han Solo is like, oh, let's go on the asteroid field, like they're, yeah. they'd, they'd be crazy to follow us, right? That's amazing. That is so. That that's. I love that scene. But any any flying scene. Oh, Revenge of the Sith, the opening freaking yeah. sequence. Like that, that's amazing. The whole thing took, that is like, that is amazing. A long time like, in I, because it's executed very well, and I think that sometimes the flying stuff kind of gets lost on me. And then everything in Rogue One, like the fly- oh, in Episode One, you know, like this is tense. <laughs> you know, so well, dude, like. I don't know if you if you count the pod racing. No, that's that's good. I like pod that. racing is. It's so, I love and then the game. Love that <laughs> the Lego the po- game. The Lego pod racing is completely different. I remember being so stressed out on that freaking thing. It's easy now. Yeah. <laughs> it's easy now. You you still yeah, having a hard time with it? Oh no. no you know I'm what's not. hard? You know what's hard is the freaking pod racing game for the N sixty four. Try that. Out. You're you're gonna be like, what the heck? I don't know how I played that when I was younger, but I did. Anyway, uh, do you have any more favorite scenes? Yeah, actually, I really like the scene when um, there's two... Well, I mean, not this part, but just I'm leading up to it. The two little, like, poisonous worms mm, are about to kill Padme. Yeah, I forgot. They come in. How did that... And, and Obi-Wan just launches out the window <laughs> and, like, grabs a little droid and that whole chase following so good speeder chase scene. so yeah speeder chase um and then you know they finally catch up to the girl in the bar and even that even that scene too that little bar scene itself is just so it's so tense because they it's anakin's like oh well, i think she's a changeling so now you're trying to figure out if this person is disguising themselves or or who they are and then the way they make it seem they make it seem as if this person is coming up behind Anakin, and then boom, Obi Wan just fuck chops chops her hand off. Another and parallel so with, uh, with the original trilogy when he the cantina scene where he cuts off the, yeah. the guy's arm. Yeah. Know? So like, I I just think that whole chase and then the whole chase was so fast paced and then just to enter the bar scene and then it just gets so like slow. Now it's like a like a cat and mouse game, you know. I, I just really really love that whole sequence and then, and then the way that that sequence ends too it's just like how she, she's gonna give up like it was a bounty hunter yeah. right, to the <laughs> right to the neck and then you look and you just see him like take off, off in the distance so good we shouldn't exactly exactly they used to like freak me out yeah I thought it was that was I, weird I, you know what's funny I always thought that that in the chase scene you know when her face changes for like yeah, a split, like second. split second i always thought that that was a mistake or something like really? i thought it was like a oh what the looks I, like they I, didn't I, rent. I never thought it was a mistake looks i like just, just like i was confu- i was more confused like <laughs> i was what, what, I, what is that i always thought that, that they would like all of it looks like they didn't render this or something <laughs> like like it because when you, if any, anyone who's anyone who works around like technology and you try to like render stuff sometimes things don't like render yes. correctly like they don't or they don't save correctly and like there's like almost so I, that's what i thought it was and they just left it in there but now i'm like oh that's what she's supposed to look yeah. like okay so i and that that's why he's like oh she's a changeling because like yeah exactly <laughs> yeah man but those are her favorite quotes favorite scenes that that's this is good this is a good movie this is a good good episode i really enjoyed talking about this film and uh i haven't really 
I don't think we've ever spoken about it in depth. I don't think we have. We just always like little scenes here and there that we've talked about, but like a very flawed movie, but entertaining. It's so good and really good. Just because like the story that George Lucas tells, and again like the the whole parallels with the original trilogy, and it's yeah, and they even tie in. There's a tiny little scene towards the end where. That Geonosin is telling Count Dooku, oh, the, we can't let them see what, we what we're actually yeah. doing. And they give you a little glimpse of the Death Star, and you're like, that's the Death Star. Mm-hmm. They're hinting at that. So, ah, just again, they're just, yeah. just weaving in the whole story. Yeah, So good. Well, as you know, uh, we always end this show with a fun fact. And because Kyle's not here, uh, I went ahead and I made the fun fact. So the fun fact that I have is actually... Um, this film, uh, George Lucas said, is very special to him because it was the first film to be shot digitally. And the reason why that's cool and that's a fun fact is because this was not only the first Star Wars film to be filmed fully digitally, but it was the first film in general that was shot digitally. And now films are shot digitally like that's that's a norm. Yeah. Like, so not only is this like a really cool film, it is a literally groundbreaking film, well figuratively, <laughs> a groundbreaking film. Because George Lucas is who he is, his original trilogy like changed the way movies are made oh, yeah. forever. The same thing happened with this prequel trilogy, it's just like he's still changing the game. Yep. And that is that is insane, that is that, that's crazy man, like it, that, think about that. That is the, that this, this movie, was literally like is what started the whole i mean there's a lot of bad stuff too but it's there's a lot of good digital like green screen that's been used like that that are used today in lord of the rings and uh you know like that's you know what i mean and like anything anything fantasy game of thrones like and stuff that you see now is that it's it's a game changer yeah and that's why i think that that deserves to be the fun fact of the episode so well, it's been an awesome time talking about this movie, man. I awesome. really awesome. Thank Love you for it. coming in. You did a really good job. For how did he do? No problem. Yeah. How did I do? Please let me know. Let don't us know in too, the comments. Don't be too harsh, please. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you, man. I really appreciate it for for watch this part of Film and TV podcast. I'm Hector. I'm Tony, and we'll see you on the next one. Thank you guys so much for listening to our countdown to the Andor series. First with Kenobi, and second with this podcast, Attack of the Clones. We will be doing an episode on Andor series after it's fully done, just like we did with the Kenobi series. You can follow us on Instagram at WatchThisPartPod and on our YouTube, WatchThisPartPodcast. Thank you so much, guys. We'll see you next time.